Alrighty, let's call this the tale of two pizzas. We're, we're going to be exploring this in Remarkable. By the way, there are a few seats left there. Not many, right? I've got probably 15 people that tell me they went in. We got about not that many seats left. <laughs> so I'm going to send out an email. But for those of you who went in the year-long Remarkable program, either get in or email me. We've got to lock it in one way or the other. And notice how that fits into the tale of two pizzas. Oh my god. <laughs> so when I was a young boy, a teenager, my dad and I would go to this little Italian pizza shop. This family moved into the town, you know. We lived in this little town, Scottsdale, Pennsylvania. And this Italian family moved into the town and they had three daughters. One was my age. One was about a year, year and a half younger. One was probably about two years older. Oh my God, it was a buffet. <laughs> but my, my dad knew it. And so like pretty much every week for a while, would go there on a Saturday night and get a pizza. And oh my God, it was so delightful. When they'd be bringing it to the table, you know, they'd take turns. One girl would bring it to the table. Another girl would come over and top off our drinks, ask if we wanted anything. And there was this experience of anticipation. Oh my God, here comes the, the girl, the pizza. Oh my God. It was lovely. And then of course we couldn't help it, but reach out and just, just give a holler across the counter. Yo, this is so good. And you know, the, the dad, the cook, and the mom who worked behind the counter too, she did the prep. God, you could just tell how much they appreciated it. And how much they appreciated us coming in. They became like family. And so there was another guy that would come in and he'd just get his pizza. He'd just order up a slice or two. They sold slices to him. And he'd order up a slice or two and just wait for it, sit at the table and look at his watch. They'd bring it over. He'd eat it. One of the young girls would trepidously walk over and ask, how's your pizza? And he'd go, yeah, it's pizza, right? It's dough, <laughs> right? It's cheese. It's pepperoni. It's what I have every week. Same pizza, same girls, same possibilities. And he was pretty much flatlined. And by the way, this is long before the internet. This is long before phones. This is long before... You know, in the little pizza shop, they had a TV in the corner. Usually the volume was turned way down. And they had some Italian music. The guy didn't get any of it. The guy spent the same amount of money there. <clears throat> you know, I mean, we spent some money, he spent some money. You know, pizza costs a little bit of money, not that much. He was in the same place, drinking the same kind of drinks. All they had was soft drinks, right? They didn't have a liquor license. But I gotta tell you, oh my God, my experience of the place was so rich. The anticipation of, oh, here she comes with the pizza. Two anticipations, one meal, oh my God. And I could, oh, I can't wait to bite into it. Look at that. <clears throat> this morning's coffee, anyway. Richness of experience richness of experience. I want you to explore richness of experience because here's something I notice. 
The people who give life to richness of experience find this easy. The people who try to stay in concepts or just deal with numbers, yeah, I'd feel good. I'd feel great if I had doubled my income and worked half the time. Yeah, if I had a million dollars, how do I manifest a million dollars in the bank or a thousand dollars a day? It's a, it's flat. For most people I talk to, for most people who email me, here's what I notice. Flat, mechanical. I'm not a fan of either. The guy that ate the pizza, flat, mechanical. It was food to him. To me, it was an experience. Oh, the cheese, they used nothing but real cheese. I mean, I was a young guy. I didn't know there was a thing as fake cheese. Now they call it vegan cheese. I find it fascinating. It's like, let me get this right. When I was a kid, they said made with 100% real mozzarella, real provolone cheese. And now you have the option, right? You have the option to get it made with 100% milk-free cheese. It's vegan-friendly. You see, I want you to notice, how are you giving life? What are you giving life to? What's your richness of experience? Because for some people, right, vegan-free cheese, right, vegan-friendly cheese, whatever it is, free cheese, right? I used to get government cheese growing up. I loved this stuff. I was embarrassed to get it. I've talked about that, right? The girl in the cheese line, I wouldn't dare talk to her, right, in school, because I know she saw me in the cheese line. Well, heck, she was in the cheese line. It tells you, whenever you're in a contracted kind of feeling, a contracted kind of state, whenever you're trying to survive, all I got to do is double my income, double, double it, double it. Yeah, yeah. See, it's totally different than, hey, let me ask you a question. Take a typical experience from your life. If you doubled your income and worked half the time, how would that change? How would buying petrol change? How would buying peanut butter or pizza change? See, that's what I want to know simple so here's the deal game richness of experience how can you invite that in there's a looking up way of doing it anticipation see here's what's cool if you actually nail your wish fulfilled it's okay to anticipate it right i've nailed my wish bmw i'm anticipating going to the to the dog park in my car See, I'm not anticipating getting the car. I'm anticipating enjoying it today. And I can also tell you, right, a little bit of status here, right? BMW, the ultimate driving machine. By the way, it's not about the car. It's about my experience. I proclaim it. I declare it. You get how much I enjoy it. It really reminds me of the old police cars, you know, back when I was a copper way back in the old days I loved the feel of steel right I don't like the 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 feel of tin or plastic around me steel is what I like and when I get in my bimmer excuse me and when I close that door and when I go down the road and hit a little speed bump I feel solid you get this richness of experience it's so much more fun than numbers so much more fun than stalking. Make him mine. He doesn't exist. The crazy girl on the YouTubes told me I'm the only one that exists in my reality. He's just a puppet, so I'll make him do my bidding. That ain't what Neville taught. Listen to Neville. Listen to the tone of his voice compared to some of these whack jobs. Right? 
I love the people that email me and say, well, what about, you know, you don't exist, you know, I'm the only one that exists in my world. Well, I say, well, apparently I do, because you're arguing with me. Why would you give life to me? <laughs> right? See, you give life to the relationship we have. You give life to the relationship you have with money. You give life to the relationship you have with petrol, otherwise known as gasoline, peanut butter. And notice this is where you get to play. If you're getting gold, and by the way, for the guy that criticized me, I love the critics, right? This guy, he says something like, this guy gives gold, maybe five minutes of gold and five minutes of commercials. Yeah, I'm glad you can count, right? That impresses me. But here's the deal. If you're getting free stuff from the 1,500 podcasts or so, if you're getting gold from the well over 1,000 YouTube videos, if you're getting gold from the well over 1,000 free articles on freenevel.com and in our Facebook group, feel free to invest a tiny little bit like a dollar a day in manifestingmasterycourse.com. Imagine what that's worth. This is the stuff I'm willing to give away. You'll notice I never say walk around chanting, use sticky tape. That stuff might feel good. I mean, I like singing. And I do like taping things together because Victoria gets to rip them apart. You know, it's called gifts. But I don't waste my time making vision boards, right? Because <clears throat> I always ask people, listen, was it what you were imagining that limited your income? Or did you make a vision board, right, to stay poor? See, you change what you imagine and you change what happens in your life. And here's a 90-day adventure to take you through how to do that in some really cool, subtle, sneaky, lovely ways. ManifestingMasteryCourse.com And for the sharers, those who share their shows, those who share their lives with us, most MM members, they send us an email once every seven days. <laughs> I guess this is part of the five minutes of commercials. But this is important to me because I like hearing from you guys. For the people that say that, oh, what a sales tactic. Again, you got to get a kick out of this. We're all in sales. The thing is, are you buying the pearl? Because if you're not, you're, you have to sell yourself on things. Like, do talk yourself into states. People tell me this all the time. It's like trying to talk someone into something. See, I don't talk into manifestingmasterycourse.com. I just point out, look, are you imagining a bucket day is a big deal? Are you imagining that making a friend is impossible? Are you imagining that all business people are bad? See, we had a guy that did that. He imagined all business people and capitalists were bad, and yet he wanted to have a business. <laughs> We've got people that imagine all women as gold diggers, and they're trying to manifest a woman in their life. I just want you to notice what you're really doing. I want you to be part of the Feel It Real family. All right, there's my little rant this morning with a bunch of gold. I'd love to know your best bit from it. Feel free to let me know. And uh, for those who share the show, thanks, gang. Somebody shared something so you could hear us, so you could find us. Feel free to share, be the blessing, and we'll see you in manifestingmasterycourse.com.